Mana 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 this is social disgusting welcome to social disgusting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon hope you're well my guest is a long time friend i don't know for how long probably 10 years maybe maybe less more than that you think so uh 2007 oh wow okay yeah, it's been a minute. I, I'm bad with dates, so I can never remember. But yeah, longtime friend who is a teacher. Please welcome Jessica. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's funny to have a conversation amidst a grip of computers that you have as you're going through. And then now we go to the formality of, oh, oh, hi. Hey. Yeah, the ever-loaded question. How are you? Oh, well, you know, I've been asked that quite a bit since uh, we've returned back to school. Teachers have returned back to school to prepare for kids to return back to school. And so when people ask me that in the hallways, they're like, how have you been? How was your summer? And I'm, my only response <laughs> is, well, I started talking to plants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is wild, though, in, in retrospect, to have the conversation you would normally have not in a pandemic and not in a thing where our normal actions are completely inhibited by everything happening. And But just like that, how was your summer? Like, uh, so you haven't seen the news. Yeah, but I think that's so habitual for us teachers to ask other coworkers that we haven't seen in so long. You know, it's like, how was your summer? And <laughs> True. Yeah, fair enough. It's just a habit, but then also thinking about a lot of us probably haven't seen a lot of people either, so we have that weird social awkwardness of what are we supposed to say to each other right now? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fair enough. I like the idea, too, that you, somebody asked you, how was your summer? And then they step outside of that, and they're like, I'm sorry, I just don't know what else to say. I'm talking to plants, and you're like, so am I, yeah, talking to plants. I, oddly, they do ask, like, well, what kind of plant? <laughs> I know it's your normal thing of, of prepping for school, but obviously not under like incredibly not normal circumstances. But what has that been like for you? Um, there's a lot of unanswered questions mm -hmm. right now. I can say like when we originally went into alternate methods of instruction or AMI, we that was you know, March 13th. I'll never forget the date. Also my child's birthday. <laughs> oh, wow. It was just kind of like, okay, well, we prepared, we had 24 hours or maybe even 48 hours, two days to get these packets together, right? Paper packets to send home with kids to do mm. just in case. And so that was a push as well. Um, you know, I'm not a general education teacher. I'm a special education teacher. And so I have multiple kids that I see see and serve and who have individualized instruction. So I was taking the general education packets, going through them and modifying them, what my kids could and couldn't do on top of like replacing assignments as well with what they can do. And so I remember that Friday very vividly and thinking, I'm going to be really upset if we, we have to come back, <laughs> you know, and yeah. we did this for nothing as far as like... Well, at least we were prepared, but I hated that I wasted essentially an entire day floating through papers. And so anyway, we were out that week before spring break and I was just, I was like, okay, they had their packets. Parents could call me if they wanted to, and I could go over the packets with the kids that way. And then we had spring break 
And so we had a, a break. And I think that's when it hit me. I was like, this kind of is terrible because uh, we're not doing anything for spring break. But I did get to decompress a little bit. And then when our governor had informed us we would not be returning until at least April 17th, I kind of went into a spin. And so after that, it was, oh my gosh, we were not prepared for that. Yeah. And so like had an emergency faculty meeting through Zoom and you know I work in a building with 100 faculty members and so it was trying to okay we have to we have to contact these parents and families and make sure we get in touch with them and they're okay cuz obviously as a parent too that's a lot to take on like what do you mean we're not sending our kids back to school after spring break? I remember like the week after spring break that being basically a week that I was on the phone just tracking down all of my kids or anybody else's students too, right? That we couldn't get a hold of. Because then you start to think of like as a teacher and administrator and anybody, like you start to think about like the scaries, you know, oh my gosh, do they have food? Because I think a lot of people forget how much kids rely on our meals. We feed them breakfast every morning and we feed them lunch every day. Yeah. That's where I went was I, and I work in a school that has, a lot of low-income families and so it was like what do they need you know <laughs> and there was like you know the whole toilet paper disappearance thing <laughs> like yeah. hope, you know yeah. that was hard to find and people were scared to go places and so that's kind of where I went with that and I work with an amazing group of people and there are about six or seven of us that decided low-key that we were going to go to food pantries, pack these boxes, and basically like ding-dong ditch food on doorsteps. Our district offered, you know, families to come and pick up food during certain times at the back door of the cafeteria of certain schools. But the problem was, is that, you know, a lot of families still had to work. And so then that scary thought came through as a teacher, like, oh gosh, we have kids watching kids now, right? Their parents are still having to go to work because they're essential workers and there's no transportation. So they're not able to get to the school to be able to pick up these meals. So that's kind of how we ended up starting this like every Tuesday, basically pantry drop off thing. But so getting through the remainder of that school year or the past school year and um, getting through when they finally did April 17th, they said, oh, we're done. We're closing for the rest of the school year. That set in another panic too, because <laughs> then it was like, okay, now we have to schedule these Zoom meetings. And of course, you know, all the jokes come from there, right? And like I said, it was very different for me because being special education, you know, you protect a child's confidentiality. And so I was having to set up a lot of like one-to-one Zooms. And if you think about it, you know, I was serving about 32 kids. So that was like an hour a day with each kid if I could get a hold of them or get them on and try to get them to focus. And Logistically, that's complicated. But yeah, you, it's probably, yeah, a lot easier to, I was going to say teach, but yeah, but to teach. (laughs) In person, because you have a screen. You just have a limited amount of control in that. And that's tough. And like, I can't imagine as somebody like me, somebody with some form of like mental infrastructure to be able to process this. I can't imagine having to process what any of this means and what this is for a child. I cannot imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the beautiful thing about kids is that they are resilient. Absolutely. That's the part that keeps me like sane, I think, is that 
you know, I think of every worst case scenario possibly. And these kids are like, spring break forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, they're kindergarten through fourth grade. And so it's really funny to me that I sit here and panic and stress and, and they are so like, chill, you know, and there are, I mean, I say that there are some kids that do have a lot of the anxiety and there are some kids, even like my most happy, sweet children that I teach, they are very much like, Oh, I, I miss you. And that would like break my heart because they do miss that. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, call teachers glorified babysitters, right? Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, we're not their babysitters, but we are, you know, we spend a lot of our time with them. I've had lots of parents that were like, you spend more time with, with her than I can because, you know, when I get home from work, we eat, we do homework, we go to bed. And yeah. and they're not wrong. And as a parent myself, that's exactly right. Like, my kid is with her teachers more than she's with me a lot of times. And so... Yeah, but just the idea of it, like, saying, uh, well, you're glorified babysitters. Well, perhaps on some level, some are being facetious when they say that. That's just so... Uh, just so dismissive and unfair because you play a major part, not even just from a time perspective, but a major part in impacting the lives of so many children. And you actually really do connect with them. Mm-hmm. That can't be underestimated. I know for me, I have a number of teachers that really had an effect on me and I remember them vividly. And this was so long ago, you know, like that can't be underestimated also. That's the thing about teaching is that there is always like, I can still think about the teachers that really changed me and impacted me in my education Yeah, and are also just, thrilled that I became a teacher (laughs) and so it's just it it can be sometimes very disheartening for people like when parents I stayed off social media as much as I could like after three or four weeks because a lot of parents were like well I should be getting their salary since I'm doing their job oh yeah and that was very that hurt a little bit yeah. like we we truly empathize with our parents because my daughter plays the flute and lord i would step outside for that for that zoom when she had a zoom with her <laughs> band because i was like this is really happening okay <laughs> i all due respect to flautist but i cannot take it right now right I, I told her i was like i need you to learn the song from titanic because this ship is going down <laughs> Like, I love you, but I don't know that my heart can go on with exactly. hearing you play the flute over Zoom. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, being the supportive parent, I was like, Mom, Mom's going to go step outside for a while. You're like, cool, I'm going to go dig in the grass or something. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Well, I couldn't Zoom in the car with my kids because I still had to work. Oh, they're, no. like, they're like, um, are you in your car? And I'm like, oh, Yeah. I am, and, and, and they're like, why? And I'm like, my daughter's playing her flute right now, and, you know, I can't be in there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't learn with that either, so. I'm just going to sit in my car and hunch over to Sheba. I'll be yeah. back in, like, 90 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, being a teacher during this, like, at, at the beginning, it was, it was difficult, and it was scary, and then when we were, you know, told to decompress, you know, over the summer, it was like, well, this is not a typical summer, and maybe, like, the month of June, it was just kind of like, okay, I guess I can do things around the house, you know, and keep myself busy, keep my mind busy and whatnot. Yeah. But then like July rolled around and then we like, I know my anxiety set in because I was like, oh man, 
what's August going to look like? Because originally we were, as teachers, we're supposed to go back the first week of August. Mm-hmm. And so that was not something that was occurring since they pushed back the original start date for Arkansas schools to be August 24th, no later than August 26th. That changed our contract days. So we did not go back until last Thursday. So as we are trying to prepare for the reopening of schools, I feel bad for my administration. We have gone back and forth between well, are we going to go traditional five days and just wear masks all the time? Are we going to be completely virtual? Are we going to have this hybrid schedule? And what's that look like? And so, and that's exactly what it is. We have virtual options. So we have students that are going to be completely virtual for the semester. And then we have students that are going to come the traditional five days a week and learn and be together. And then we have hybrid options so like I know for the district that I work for junior high and high school kids which is my own child they could elect to go four days a week and then have one virtual day okay and then in the elementary level where I'm teaching they don't have the 4-1 model they're not offering that to elementary kids but they are offering a hybrid which is a 2-3 model so they will come to school two days a week consecutively so like monday tuesday and then the rest of the week they are at home doing their virtual work at home so but then okay (laughs) it was already very time consuming you know before pre-covid right (laughs) yeah i mean teachers put in a crazy amount of hours you know just regularly before covid ever occurred and so now it's like okay so we got to prep for traditional five day with the kids that are in front of us And then we have to also set up like Google Classrooms for the kids that are not in front of us. And then we also need to make sure we have an agenda going for the kids, you know, that they'll be in front of us for two days, but they're not going to be in front of us for three days. (laughs) I mean, and that's not even logistically, it's all of that, all these different permutations. And then there's also the, oh yeah, you still, you have to teach on top of that. And then all the lessons on preparation wise, I can't imagine. We also have to, oh, make sure you make sure little Johnny keeps his mask on and make sure yeah. you know, we, we have the, we have scheduled bathroom breaks and scheduled hand washing breaks it, built into our master schedule because, you know, we want to keep the kids safe and, and we want to reinforce, you know, those habits and, you know, obviously try to to make it as normal as possible and keep it <laughs> keep the kids on track and but we also got to keep them six feet apart from one another and so it's gonna be very interesting and a lot of people are like well if you're doing traditional five day why even have the virtual option well we gave a virtual option for parents because a lot of parents are very concerned still um about kids carrying it and bringing it home and whatnot and as they should be they should be concerned about that and that's their that's their life that's their baby and it makes complete sense and then but we also are offering the other options because parents also know how important it is for for that face-to-face instruction. I mean, teaching from a computer was, it's just, it was very difficult. It's just not the same, you know, than having your teacher right there with you and to guide you through that and, and having your peers, you know, stimulate other questions and for you to, to want to ask questions yourself so it's just a completely different way of the world right now i don't like it (laughs) 
I don't know one teacher that does like it either. We're all kind of on that that struggle right now. You know, we always want to keep them safe. But, you know, I had to think about it in, in this way, too. You know, sadly, I work and live in a world where I had to keep them safe anyway, right? We practice active shooter drills. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't be a thing in, in the world either. And we practice lockdowns and whatnot. So we were already keeping them safe like that, right? So now we're just going to practice proper hygiene and, you know, social distancing and to keep them safe. Like you said, it it sounds so logistically complicated, if not like overwhelming and all of the plates you have to spin at once. But yeah, I I imagine this, that the early days of figuring it out and getting any kind of rhythm and figure out what works and what doesn't and kind of trial and error that it's going to just be a very intense, however many weeks during that adjustment period. Right. And, and, but you know, we're preparing for in-person instruction and we're preparing for virtual instruction and then but we're also like preparing in the back of our heads to you know we got to prepare if we got to shut down again depending sure. on how how our numbers go how rapid it spreads and because i think it would be very naive to say that it's not going to spread when school opens up <laughs> yeah um, you know our positivity numbers will not decrease obviously but i'm hoping for the best though i really am i'm hoping that this just might be some weird new norm you know we wear masks at school and we are six feet apart i'm excited to see my kids again i'm sad that i don't get to hug them yeah and that that's that's the heartbreaking part about it too is that you know a lot of a lot of what school provides you know outside of education is also you know we might be that one kid's only hug a day and we might be, um, you know, that only smile that they see every day and we can't, they can't see it. So I feel like teachers are going to get really good at being expressive with their eyes. You know, we already kind of have that stare, like, are, are you, are you serious right now? You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that teacher stare down, but, yeah. but now it's like, okay, we're going to have to really emotionally support these kids with our eyes and um, let them know that it's okay. And we've got them and they're going to learn and we're going to still try to have fun doing it. And you know, it is, it, this is just the way of the world. So yeah. It, it is also kind of heartbreaking too, you know, thinking about like taking my own daughter her first day of school of kindergarten and, you know, walking her in and I was able to stay in the classroom for a couple, you know, for an hour or so or whatever. And parents don't get to do that at this year. And we're doing the best that we can. Like we're going to be, you know, set up outside so they can meet the teacher. We did our virtual open house today <laughs> where parents logged on and met their teachers and through zoom and whatnot but you know it's it's those kinds of you know first time real time experiences that you know you can't ever have a first day of kindergarten again (laughs) yeah and so this one's gonna be for these five-year-olds that are coming in four five six-year-olds that are coming in it's gonna be oh with a mask and you've got to go into this strange building you've never been in before (laughs) with these strange people who are wearing masks and you're wearing a mask and you know you're leaving your parents at the front door <laughs> yeah it's such a feeling of helplessness everything about the situation and then you know to your point of like for you it's like oh i just want to hug them and you know as a parent bringing their children in too it's like i just want to hug them or i want to protect them and it's just these natural instincts and so then to send them to school which they know they have to do and this is just what we're doing but you know you, you can't mentally prepare for something like this Mm-mm, you you can. really can't. And that goes both ways for you too as a, as a teacher, but also you wear the hat of being 
a parent as well. And so you're already, I know, you know, very empathetic person by nature, but you also have that experience as a parent who is a teacher and a teacher who's a parent, you know, um, for you, you know, and, and for anybody, it's just so much the process right now. Patience is going to be, which we have patience anyway, um, but patience and grace is definitely what they keep telling us and they're not wrong. Um, giving a lot of grace to, to teachers and giving a lot of grace to parent or parents and um, sure. it's a scary it's a scary situation and you know you want your kids to learn and we want to teach them and we want to watch their light bulbs go off and we want to watch their eyes glow when they understand something you know that they're being taught and it's just really a lot of unknowns and you know people administration and school nurses trying to answer the questions the best that they can and it, it's just kind of like okay let's just all jump in together <laughs> yeah well yeah Sink exactly. or swim like, together because that's like, i was just thinking you know that empathy goes both ways and just that we had that conversation of look nothing about this will be easy but if you're in i'm in we'll get through this together we just have to have patience with each other yes i hope that parents find comfort in knowing that we're going to do everything we can to teach their kids and and keep them safe and um which, you know, I feel like a lot of parents do because they obviously send their kids to school every day. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. even pre-COVID and put, put their faith and their trust in, in teachers to educate their kids. And so it's interesting. I mean, there there's other things about it, too. Like we can't have any kind of like fabric in our classrooms, you know, any soft seating, flexible seating, all of that stuff has changed to now like hard surfaces and that are easy to disinfect. And and now we're being told, you know, we can't be in the building during certain times, which it's like, okay, well, you know, then now you're going to see about a hundred teachers fight for the coffee machines, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, you know, stuff like that. And so, There's just so many different things that are affected by this pandemic and the decisions behind what's going, you know, procedures and and whatnot. So it's definitely going to be the most interesting school year of my life, I think. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah. You know, I I did teach at a behavioral hospital. (laughs) That was interesting. But this is, I think those are two totally different environments, but this is definitely... what a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, what a, a time to be alive. <laughs> it's like, what can you say about it? It's so hard to, to quantify and to, to process, let alone to verbalize. It is truly extraordinary, all of this. And it's just like the shoulder shrug. <laughs> um, <laughs> people are like, are you ready to go back to school? And I'm just like, shoulder shrug, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Define just say yes. ready. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, are you ready to get back? I don't know. I talk to plants, remember? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, so you excited about school year? Leave it up to the Magic 8 Ball because it's all a true mystery. Yeah, pretty much. Like, outlook not so good. (laughs) You think you're going to get sick? Outlook not so good. Oh, man. (laughs) Right, there's your answer. Or you can ask me again and I'll give you one more shake and we'll find out. Yeah. I like that one. Shake it again. I'm such like a lot of kids too. Environment's a big deal too of like where you learn and how you learn and setting up my classroom, right? I'm fortunate that in my setting and as my role as a teacher, a special education teacher, like I do not have more than eight kids at a time. 
So I have the space to space them out appropriately, but in setting up these desks, I'm like, oh, I don't like the way this feels. <laughs> I'm very much like an aesthetic person, like many teachers are. And I'm like, I don't like the way this feels. I don't like the way it looks. And so I'm moving things constantly, just trying to find where there's like a good balance in the classroom itself. So the kids sure. don't feel as stressed because I'm also fortunate enough too that I've, I've taught a group of kids like I have a kid that I've taught her since kindergarten and she's going to be in third grade this year and so like I have established relationship with these kids I can recognize them but then I also have like new ones coming in and like the general education teachers they're getting a whole crew of new kids and they have to know what these kids look like from the mask up <laughs> oh boy yeah you know what I mean like how are we going to learn these these sweet faces and you know like oh the top of your head has a mole i'm gonna remember that (laughs) i'm gonna remember who you are because there's a mole on the top of your head you just get organized you at your request just a photo of them smiling and you have masks made to make up for the second half of their face yeah so then then you can recognize them oh if there was only that kind of money in education (laughs) oh yeah oh god yeah if only there was the amount of money that there should be in education Uh, oh yeah they, um, yeah, needless to say, our budgets have been cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, because, you know, we have, they have to put money into, well, hand sanitizer and soap and disinfectants. And so yeah. something's got to, something's got to lose gotta money go. somewhere. And that's obviously the, the teachers. <laughs> God, which is, yeah, that's a whole other 30 episodes of a podcast to talk about. But is there anything you want to, like a sentiment or... Anything you want to point people toward or leave people with before we wrap it up? You know, I just think that just if you got kids, have mercy on your teachers, you know, have some some patience and grace like our district's been singing um, to us. Like patience and grace will really go a long way. But also, if you know, if you're a parent or you're not a parent and you have a kid that's just important to you in your life, like let them know that they have help and support yeah we're gonna do what we can as professional educators to to take care of these kids but i you know there's a lot that they don't know you know we're adults we watch the news we listen to it and their kids a lot of kids don't understand why do i have to do this and why is this important and why is school like this right now and they have questions and you know respect their questions and answer them and and be honest with them you know kids are so smart and even though they're young they deserve to know you know the real truth of what's going on because we don't know how long this is going to last either yeah absolutely so I just think that give a little grace to the teachers, but not just teachers, administrators. I there oh, there's not a dollar amount in the world that you could give me that I would want to be an administrator right now. <laughs> no, um, no. And you know our custodial staff, like they are having, they work so hard, and cafeteria staff too. They're having to really modify how lunches are done and. There's just so much, like the whole school system in general. I just hope that people, if for some reason we have to shut down again, right, mm-hmm. that it, it's not a decision we want. You know, it's it's just something that we have to do, and we're going to do what we can the best of our ability. Yeah. And that we, we, we do it for the kids. We obviously don't do it for the paycheck. And 
<laughs> to your point, like empathy goes both ways and you're doing everything you can to make the best out of an unfathomable and, and terrible situation. And everybody's acting in earnest in the best interests of each and every one of these children. Mm-hmm. And just please have patience because everybody's just figuring it out as we go along because the only thing we can control and even even that's like relative but is today because you just don't know what's going to happen that's very true so i think that just you know understand we are making minute by minute decisions (laughs) at the best we can and we're just trying we're really just trying to make it to where we don't end up being a toshiba laptop one day yeah god (laughs) You know what? Hashtag don't be a Toshiba. Don't be a Toshiba. <laughs> Hashtag no Shiba. Yeah, exactly. Thank you again for being on. Like, I always enjoy our conversations. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And please wear a mask. Stay safe. It's okay to not be okay. And we're all doing the best we can. So thank you again. And goodbye. <laughs>